Hello, and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm your host. I'm what you would call a practicing professor. I have years of experience consulting in the analytics industry, and I have years of experience teaching analytics in the classroom at Greensboro College. This podcast is an ecosystem that I developed for my students so that they could get world-class career advice from leading analytics experts. To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space. On average, our students are gaining about a $16,000 pay increase going through the program. On the high end, we've actually helped someone achieve a $54,000 pay increase. This means that on average, our students are recouping their investment between one to two months of landing their job. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, click the links in the description and apply for our program. I would love to get to work with you. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. In this podcast, we talk to experts in and around the analytics industry. One week, we may talk to a data scientist from a FANG tech company. Then the next week, we may talk to a data engineer or business analyst, or even I may pull one of my consulting clients so you get to hear from an executive on how they use data to drive business decisions day in and day out. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm the founder of Silvertone Analytics, which is a boutique consulting agency that focuses on analytics for medium to small-sized businesses. I'm also a professor at Greensboro College, where I teach analytics. Most recently, I have founded the Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program, which melds these two job functions together. This is your opportunity to work directly with me and one of my clients. The Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program is a three-month program. In the first month, you're going to be completing the Analytics Foundation Certification backed by Greensboro College. Then in month two, you're going to be taking that knowledge base that you developed in month one and applying it out in the field where you're going to be working with one of my client's executive teams, where you're going to be solving a business problem using data and analytics tools. Then in the third month, we're going to bring it all together with a full month of career services. Now, this is going to be quite a bit different than the typical career services at a university or a college. Here, I'm going to help you build a professional brand around where you are as an analyst. So in the first month, you have worked with a ton of different data sets. We're going to take the data sets that really resonate with you to help you hone in on your ideal entry-level job. We're going to build a Tableau public portfolio around that area of expertise. We're going to razor focus your resume and LinkedIn. And I'm also going to coach you on how to talk about yourself in an interview setting. So if you're ready to break into the analytics space, 
head over to learn.silvertoneanalytics/apprenticeship. And there you can learn more about the program, and if you're interested, you can apply. With all that being said, let's start the podcast episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. In today's Tactical Thursday episode, we're going to be talking about how to maximize the value you get out of your informational interview. So Dr. Hall here has thought through three points, and what we're going to do is quickly outline those points and then we're gonna break down each point in kind of a topic or conversation. Sure. All right, those three points are respect and don't expect, ask open-ended questions, and finally, document your experience with the intent of forming next actions. Okay, so point one is really interesting and I love that he's got like a little catchy catchphrase. I love doing analogies <laughs> about Respect and don't expect. Yes. So I think that if you're a student or you're someone who's early career, it's really hard for you to empathize with someone who might be a CEO or someone who's the VP of analytics. These people are very, very busy. So any way that you can reduce the amount of time or energy on their end, mm-hmm. you're going to just skyrocket your chance of actually sitting down with this person. Yeah, you definitely want to respect their time. So send them a professionally written, clearly stated email mm-hmm. listing three times in which you would be available to speak with them. So that way they don't have to search through their calendar. And the worst thing you can do is say like, I'd like to do an informational interview with me uh, when are you available? Because then they got to right. go and come up with their times, and it's, it's they're probably not even going to respond to that. They they might not. Yeah. So what was that second point? So don't expect. Yeah. No so set, respect no and don't expect. Okay. And this is a common networking mistake that students make and young professionals make. Uh, they immediately expect a return from any type of networking engagement they do, and, mm-hmm. and informational interviews are no ex- exception. And so if you reach out for someone for an informational interview in hopes of getting a job offer from them, they're going to see right through that. (laughs) You know, they're going to call this very transactional. Right. And um, so you should go expecting nothing. And if you do enough informational interviews, there are going to be some great opportunities that come along that way. Yeah, I think people uh, can really sniff out if you're coming at it from just, uh, what can you do for me? Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that this is actually a really good point to kind of pause and think about. So instead of saying, what can you do for me, you want to actually be curious and interested in them and Mm -hmm. let them talk about themselves. Because people love the topic of me. They Mm -hmm. love talking about themselves. And they're also going to associate you with that positive emotion that they had, you know, getting to talk about themselves for an hour. Yeah. And that goes into the second part is you want to ask open-ended questions, okay? And you want to do it in a way that shows that you've done enough research about them. Mm -hmm. And so you want to do some research beforehand because if you ask them basic questions about, well, what was your first career? What was your second career? What kind of skills did you have? Those types of conversations don't go very far, especially Mm -hmm. if that person is not used to being... um, interviewed in an informational interview. And so you want to say like, oh, I noticed you did this thing um, with Excel um, in terms of adding value for your company. And you say, well, how did you communicate that value? And Mm -hmm. that is a nice 
five to 10 minute conversation, you're going to get a lot more information from that. And in fact, Al, who um, you know, promotes the podcast, he is a key advocate of saying you need to ask better questions, ask open right. questions. And you may even want to ask the question, if you had to go start back from the beginning, how might you approach it? Which is actually Kenji's like blow up video. So Kenji made a video mm. on YouTube of how I would learn data science if I had to start over again. Yes. And I think that is such an open-ended question mm -hmm. because then that gives them an opportunity to not only talk about who mm -hmm. they are, where they're at, what skills they have, mm -hmm. but also talk about the current state mm -hmm. of the environment in which they're working. Yeah, if you could do it all over again, how would you do it? You're gonna get a lot of professional development advice. Right, that. right, yeah. so there's, that's, that's kind of like a nested, there's a lot of meaning there. Exactly, and it's easy to answer. So that makes it yeah, easier that's for the true. person too. Uh, a third part is hopefully if you've done the first two steps, you're gonna get a lot of great advice. And before you forget it, if you're not recording the information on a view, which you may wanna consider asking if they're mm -hmm. comfortable with that, uh, you wanna document it meticulously and as thoroughly as possible with the intent on thinking about next actions. And if it's one of your first couple of informational interviews, that might be your concluding question. Like, what next actions would you recommend for right. me? Yeah, I think that taking good notes is, I mean, it's, it's tough. I feel like I never take notes. So I would definitely record it if possible. Yeah. That, that's basically yeah. how, how I take, I mean, think about the podcast. Yeah. Like, I, I can go back and I can go and mm. say, you know, what did Alex Freeberg think about exactly. this thing? So you, then you have a video catalog, but yeah. I mean, if, they may not be comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah, so you may wanna ask them if you can just record mm -hmm. the information on interview just for your own personal use, and then they would be more open to that. So really, right. they, the apprehension is about maybe they're not wanting to see themselves on YouTube. You know, so. <laughs> that's true, I guess that's a privilege that we have. Of yeah. like, it's understood that this is a podcast and exactly. these conversations are going to be broadcasted out. Yeah. So yeah, if you're gonna be interviewing someone, they may feel like, because uh, I, I, I have had a few people back when I was in my MBA that I talked to and they, they seemed kind of, I don't know, private? Like yeah. they, they didn't want to be public facing. Yeah. And, and I'm, not, I haven't in, interviewed anyone on the podcast like that, obviously. Yeah. But during my interview or inter, informational interviews during grad school, I ran into two people mm -hmm. like that. Uh, so on that last point, there's actually two different ways in which we assign informational interviews at mm -hmm. High Point University. Traditionally, we've had it where they had to write a professional two-page memo, which would conclude with next actions. And I'm doing something a little bit different because of the pandemic mm -hmm. and because the, the students can't actually uh, be close to the people that they're interviewing. And they are on Microsoft Teams and recording their informational interview with that person and posting it if they're comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Or, like you would prefer, they would just immediately go on and, and post a video summary of what that was discussed and uh, okay. the next actions from it. And so what's cool about this, in the same way your podcast is providing a nice bank of informational interviews, mm -hmm. um, my students are getting a nice bank of informational interviews that their peers conducted. Oh, that's interesting. It's almost like a research project. It, we're building a, a bank of knowledge for career exploration, yeah. professional development, and possibly networking. I like that. Cool. Well, that feels like a pretty good end to the conversation. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.
Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.